Good morning. It's morning one here at Mobile World Congress, and this is the second time we're recording this. Morning. Remember, children, SD cards are for life, not just for Christmas. Um, my name is Ben Smith from Wireless Worker. I'm Ewan from Mobile Industry Review. And I'm Rafe Blanford from the All About Sites. And uh, we're going to be live podcasting. Can you live podcast? Anyway, we're going to be podcasting uh, oh, no. every day from <laughs> Mobile World Congress. And we are just oh. setting off to the Nokia press conference, the first event of the first day. Uh, Yuma Cloud has just saved me from being run over. Uh, and uh, after, after a slightly abortive attempt last night to, um, to, do, some, to do some recording, uh, we're going to give it another go. Uh, every, every day we're going to be giving, bringing you around up all the things we've seen. Uh, but today's uh, event serves to prove that you can't really record audio next to a busy main road. Uh, and also to talk about well, the... I think it's adding atmosphere. It, it's certainly adding something. I, I've, no, I've no idea where no, the levels are. Radio 4 does, Ben. Excellent. Well, hello, Radio 4, if you're listening. Uh, and so, so we're going to talk quickly about what we, the preview. Obviously, we're on, on the way to... Um, we're on the way to the uh, Nokia press conference. Cabs that have gone by now because we're not taking a cab, are we? No, we are using the we're using the public transport because 361 is low carbon. This this particular Mobile World Congress. Um, so, uh, Rafe Blanford, we're on the way to the Nokia press event uh, to kick things off. Uh, what are you anticipating about Mobile World Congress? I'm anticipating that there's actually going to be less from the way big announcements because a lot of things have been pre-announced. Actually, Nokia is one of the few companies in the top tier holding. A press conference uh, today. There are actually two other go- going on this morning, same time, LG and Sony, and then there's uh, ZTE later in the day. But uh, Huawei had theirs last night, uh, HTC had theirs a week ago, and Samsung aren't really doing anything. They're going to do something in the middle of March with the Galaxy S4. They just uh, announced uh, a tablet, the Note 8, yesterday. Which in no way resembles the iPad mini. Ewan McLeod, what are you uh, anticipating across the, the days? Well, I'm, this is my first Mobile World Congress where I'm not doing anything. I mean, well, no, actually, I've been at Mobile Congresses and seen you do nothing for extended periods that before. Is, that is a lie. Yeah. I, uh, I don't have any, any interviews or meetings scheduled. I intend doing some, but none scheduled. <coughs> Excuse me, and today it's all about the, uh, the panel of the GSMA have asked me to moderate. That's what I'm doing all my panicking about at the minute. I want to make sure I get that right. And uh, we were talking last night with the... Although we said it's um, kicking off today because that's the... Um, well, this is when the GSMA opened the main doors to the to the event. Um, we did go to a couple of preview events last night. Um, there's events called Mobile Focus and Showstoppers, which tend to be there for the, the smaller players. Um, interestingly, actually, it seems to be this year that it's just another way for the bigger players to um, to, to get to meet the press. The uh, the, the usual division of, uh, of of small innovative companies in those things seems to be reducing. And and as uh, as uh, you mentioned, we also went to the, the Huawei event, which was interesting. They they announced the Ascend, the Ascend P2, uh, a sort of mediocre, mediocre build quality, high-end spec Android device, but also demonstrated fairly adequately how not to run a press event. Rafe, yeah, that was right. I mean, we turned up and it was already uh, jam-packed. Uh, I think also some of the language they used within the press conference, the way they talked about they were going to launch a consumer brand didn't really work for me because still no one knows how to pronounce Huawei. Um, I mean, to be fair, the handset itself is pretty high spec and it's, I think, one of the first device, devices with a Cat4 modem. That means 150 megabytes. Second, um, 4G. Great if your network supports it. 
and you know they've done various screen technologies including actually some of the stuff that was in the 920 like super sensor screen and the sunlight adjustment you know they've given it different branding and naming but it, it did feel a bit like a generic high-end android device without anything to really make it stand out outside the spec sheet and i'm not sure people cared that much about that anymore yeah it felt to me like uh, the, the the cheap plastic android device you'd buy if you were bored of buying samsung's cheap plastic android devices uh, yeah that's the, uh, the, the thing for you though by the way well now there hangs a tail uh, while uh, adopting an interesting approach this year of um, putting the unannounced hardware out in amongst the sandwiches as we all arrive uh, without any explanation of what it was uh, so and uh, it was um, I so say Ewan has just decided to finish to stop live blogging with us and live blog himself. Um, but um, yeah, it was uh, an interesting event to, to roll up and see all the devices out without an explanation. And um, the, the event also was um, was marred by some sort of overcrowding and some pretty cruddy um, some pretty cruddy announcements as well. Uh, sorry, the, well, the 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 language and the and the style of the presentation were pretty ropey as well, weren't they? Uh, that's right. I mean, by putting the devices out early. They kind of had everyone sort of popping out of the press conference when it got boring. Yes. Um, and, you know, to be fair, you know, they are going to have a different style as a Chinese company. But when you're presenting to a Western audience, particularly when you're saying you're launching a consumer brand, I think you have to be very careful. And, you know, some of the, the language they use and another thing that they were launching was Emotion UI, which is their own skin on top of Android 4. It didn't really feel very premium i mean especially compared to some of the other efforts out there like hdc sense and it all, all kind of added to this sense that not being terribly serious about being taken as a high quality consumer brand i think huawei already has a reputation as being you know the device you get if you want something with you know plenty of oomph in it but maybe a bit cheap and i don't see anything moving away from that that's a very dangerous position to be in especially when you compare it to the story of HTC, you know, a Taiwanese company who, just like Huawei, used to make devices for everybody else, and now that she established them as a pretty high-end premium brand with a design-centric focus. It was a good reminder yesterday, actually, that um, there's a there's a lot more to announcing a device than simply having a having something to show people. And uh, uh, Huawei fell into a lot of the traps that uh, other companies. You know, the, the likes of the, the Nokias, the HTCs, the Samsungs have fallen into many years gone past just in terms of struggling to communicate complex messages and also finding language that works on a global scale as well. Uh, certainly a lot of the conversation about launching a consumer brand seems to me to suggest that they were launching a consumer brand in Europe and North America. Um, you know, it was, it was a presentation given in English in part by uh, Europeans um, and... Uh, and despite all this, they still managed to sort of get the language wrong. So I kind of, uh, I, so I, I wish them, I wish them well. I hope it, I hope it works. But it was, uh, it was an interesting experience. Yeah, uh, and they don't have the best track record. I mean, last year at MWC, they became a bit infamous, really, for launching the D-Quad device. Uh, you know, there is an issue. Does it? Are we getting on this bus? We are actually, uh, we even, are even as Ramford, even as Blanford expands fully on the uh, so on I've the naming conventions. Own. Uh, they, they give me one. They no, so we're going to. Uh, so we'll come back to you in a minute. To, uh, just give him two euros. Hang on. It's not the experience service level I'm used to. What? I just want to point out that we are on a bus, and I think we could have been at the Congress about 20 minutes ago if we hadn't taken the bus. We'd taken a cab. What, 
before we'd walked out the door, we could have been at the Congress. Because it's five minutes since we walked out the door, you're in. Just unaccustomed to public transport. But this is a direct bus. It's the only direct way of getting to the venue. It's not direct. We had to walk how far? You told me it was just round the flipping corner. So, um... Break, breaking, breaking news, I suspect this may be the final season of 361 Podcasts if the week carries on like this. Just, I'm, I'm not really enjoying the public transport experience. Okay, more Grabbing onto all my things, making sure these thieving vagabonds... Have, you, have you ever enjoyed a public transport experience, you? I'm, I'm, perf- I'm happy to travel with the, the next man in comfort. <laughs> as long as the next man owns a Range Rover. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, more, more, on the, more on this breaking, but more importantly, quiet story on account of lots of grumpy people staring at us on the bus, I think, uh, as it emerges. Well, that was an experience. You, uh, you and McLeod have been on a, on a bus. I don't think you enjoyed it very much. We came out of the cave, gentlemen, this is right. Okay, I was talking about progress. Right? You don't have to do this. I know it was very fiscally effective. I don't know about, about you, Ben, but I saw an awful lot of taxis waiting in the traffic as our bus sailed past. I, I vaguely remember that. In, I vaguely, com- in comfort. I vaguely remember that we were talking about mobile at some point. Oh right, yes, yes. So um, it's not exactly door to door, is it, gentlemen? So amidst the complaining, uh, we talked about we talked about uh, we talked about Huawei, and that was a, an experience. Um, in in the version of this that we recorded and then got eaten by uh, the broken SD card. Oh yeah. Uh, remember, kids always have at least nine hundred spare. Yes. Uh, be prepared to record everything twice. Right. Um, we also uh, quickly talked about trends we were expecting to see. Blanford, if memory serves, you were banging on about some old rubbish about mid-range handsets or something or other. <laughs> I, I was. I said the kind of the trend I expected to see here is quite a lot around the mid-tier and cheap smartphones and maybe the odd feature phone as well. I think that's going to be more of a story of the show than you know big high-profile announcements because one of the things we talked about earlier, the big announcements are happening elsewhere. But other trends maybe NFC there's a lot of excitement around that I think we're going to talk you, about that later in the week and sort I, of be, I just wanted to stop you and say that your McLeod's face does not express a lot of excitement for NFC but we'll come well, no, no, I, I'm, I'm actually expressing zero excitement about mid-range handsets who the hell cares about that actually, actually uh, at, at where are we now um, at 07.30 Central European time no one's expressing much much excitement about anything to be honest ok uh, Rafe go on and I think the other thing is a bit of machine to machine stuff all the kind of smaller players that kind of get swamped when there's a big handset announcement maybe we'll get to see a bit more about that we'll be able to talk a bit more about that in the week and I, I'm excited about the mid tier because actually I think that's what? a democratisation of the smartphone right, that's it, great that's great but what the hell we're doing in Barcelona to just see some you know also runs it's not also right. It's great if they sell 100 million. That's brilliant. But that's done. I'm, I'm happy with that. Move on. What's new? Well, we've got the service side and apps to talk about, next uh-huh. generation networks. You know, people use smartphones at the moment How many as feature phones. Have they got? And what we that's need we is people using smartphones as smartphones. Right. And that's what I think, you know, what I want to hear about the kind of the experiences. Well, that's HTC One, isn't it? Right. So we're going to look at that. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, other other tr- other trends. Um, Desks well, back on message. Ah, yes. And the other trend we've noticed as well, the the behind the scenes insight, is that this year's way to pander to bloggers isn't food or beer or free transport or a pen or free phones, which have all been tried fairly successfully in the past. This year, it's the branded desk, isn't it? Um, yeah. The the waiter is, is you provide the blogger with a desk with a, a, their name and a fancy logo on it. 
uh, so that they'll come to your event and they'll write about you. And stay, I think, is you know, very important. And stay. And uh, we've noticed that now. A couple of well, vanity desks, as I was calling them yesterday, um, at, at, at the... Um, at the events, and uh, we'll, we'll have to see if it's effective. But uh, I mean, certainly none of us, I don't think, are important enough to uh, to, to warrant that kind of treatment. No, no I, definitely I, not. I, no, I haven't had that experience before. I wonder if anyone else in the party has. No, honest. Well, we'll uh, we're, we're on the way to the Nokia conference now, so there is some uh, there is some anticipation. We'll we'll come back to you on desk report later I in will the week. Eat my hat if that Blandford doesn't have a dedicated desk well, with a logo on it. No but, logo. Right. Well, we seem to, we seem to have early reports of a desk are now being conf- a bit now being confirmed. So, uh, we'll, so we'll, what happens? So he's going to sit at the front then, right? And we just sit at the back. Is that how it works? I think I think at the Nokia events we get to stand behind him and pass him pens and things. Right. I only get to do that at one event. So the time like, everyone just ignores is me. Is it happening then? Have you got pre pre knowledge of this? Possibly. Okay. <laughs> so, Blan- Blanford, be- Blanford being evasive, but we we feel fairly sure that he's about to be uh, the recipient of some fairly major pandering, which will be which will be nice. But uh, he hasn't yet uh, hasn't yet managed to secure that for the whole three six one team. We're you and I are very much playing supporting cast this morning. Well, I'm, I'm I'm perfectly comfortable with that. Uh, but we have to remember that these two are going to be on a panel later, so they're going to be extra important because the GSMA loves them. Well, indeed, and uh, it's true. And Thank you. You, you, and, yes, you and I are. Uh, We'll be doing an um, apps and innovation panel later, and uh, Ewan will be uh, Ewan will be moderating, and um, I'll just be uh, I'll just be talking rubbish for about 15, 20 minutes, and uh, and uh, in, enjoying the free lunch that appears to come with it. So I'll be uh, giving you an exclusive live panel report later on. And, uh, Very interesting. Lots just, of whistles. Uh, that's it. So uh, as we head uh, as we head into the Fira, thank you for listening. If you have been to this. It's probably mostly inaudible uh, uh, preview, preview podcast. Uh, we'll be back this evening to reflect on the day and every night for about 15 minutes uh, covering the day's events. And uh, we'll be doing some wrap-up podcasts at the end of the week. So if you have any questions, if you have anything we want us to check out, if you have any areas of interest that we're not talking about uh, and you're listening whilst MWC is going on... You, no, can, you can tweet us on at 361 podcast. You can tweet us on at 361 podcast, or more importantly, you can leave a comment in the SoundCloud comments, uh, which we read assiduously. Religiously, religiously assiduously. Is that where to do it, by the way? That's, that's the place the, now, isn't it? Yeah, and that is, that is, the, that is, the, that is the place to, uh, to leave the comments on SoundCloud, and it's jolly super. Thank you for listening. We're going to head in through security now and uh, watch Blanford take up his position at the desk. More desk news as it emerges.